You know, you listen to the episodes and kind of refresh yourself. And I love our podcast. Like, I love our podcast. It's dope. I, um, I, I do too. There's nothing quite like it out there. It's um, not. We're, we're a little biased, but I, I, I love it. I think. Well, you know, a lot of the podcasts around sex are just either super salacious and juicy. And I mean, that's wonderful. <laughs> Um, but ours is everything. I mean, you have your juicy moments. I feel like it's really informative. I feel like we're funny. I feel like I learn, people learn. So I just, I mean, I love our podcast and two seasons in, I'm so excited. Somebody on, somebody left a review, right? I got, let me find a review. Okay. And they said, I gotta find it. It was kind of funny. I was like, oh, damn. Um, they said that I... Hold on. Well, I was not open-minded. Mm. They said, I was like, really? I think I'm, I think I'm, you know, open-minded. There's some things that I am not going to do personally. Um, but I, I try not to, you know, to shame folks. Like now the munting thing that needs to be shamed. Like, <laughs> not doing it. But but I'm like, I'm not open-minded. Like, what the hell I do? I think I'm open-minded. But you know, everybody has entitled their, their opinion. So you you're know. very open-minded. I mean, and I don't know how many stars that review gave us, but we've got some good reviews. So they are not open-minded. How about that? They gave us <laughs> out of five. So it, it wasn't horrible. She was like, they're not open-minded. I'm like, well, how so sweat like how how but then also i mean i think that's why we're both here right so like the things that you really get or are into maybe i've never tried or the things that i really get or into maybe you've not tried so i mean that's why there's two of us and i mean Correct. i can't imagine between the two of us that you can get more open minds on any subject <laughs> Correct. i mean i guess i, I mean like if you want to have another perspective i guess we could have like a man up here but you know That'd be, that'd be the only, I guess, addition. But I was like, open. My, I think we're open. I think we're very open, my crystal. <laughs> but we thank you for your feedback. You know, no hard feelings. It is what it is. Yes, and keep leaving reviews, whatever they are, but especially if they're five stars. Yes, we appreciate it. <laughs> so, if you have a three star review, uh, we still have the Ho and Tell podcast discussion group on Facebook. 
hit us up in there. Let us know if you want us to be more open-minded. Yeah, you should. You should definitely uh, come to the Facebook group and, um, you know, voice your grievances. Maybe we should do that day in the group. Talk. Maybe you try to post, Crystal, about... I'll write a post. Yeah, anyone have anything they want to add, say or how we should change or whatever. I'm, I'm open to, uh, to ideas because I don't know it all. And I have yep. a million things going on. So, yeah, let me know how I can improve and we can get better. Feedback. What do you like? What do you don't? What don't you like? I I mean, I like I said, I went through the episode and it's all to like, all to like. So we talked a lot uh about BDSM and all its forms this season. We did. So what that lets me know is that a lot of black people are into BDSM. They are. And BDSM represents a wide range of things. It does. I think I've learned I things that I'm into, things that I don't know if I'll ever try. Right. But I didn't know to categorize those things as BDSM. And now I do. Yeah. That's, so that's a really good thing to know that people are exploring and trying things. Um, I, I kind of think that I wonder... I don't know. I don't know how the statistics, the, the stats on this, but I wonder if, like, before um, Fifty Shades of Grey, and Fifty Shades of Grey has been out, I think, ten years this year. The book, mm-hmm. not the movie, the book. I think it's been ten years. I want to say. Anyway, um, like, I wonder what were the stats of people trying BDSM before Fifty Shades was a whole thing, right? Um. I would imagine that it brought BDSM more mainstream, but I mean, I'm pretty sure we could find somebody getting their ass smacked and hair pulled on some hieroglyphics in an Egyptian cave. You know what I mean? I think some of this stuff is as old as time. Probably. Um, Probably. I I do think uh, Fifty Shades made it more, um, it normalized it for some um, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, because like even like for I know for me, because ten years ago I was I'm twenty I was, I'm thirty six now. So 20, 10 years ago I was twenty six, um, out of college a, a few years working, you know, in the real world. So I I didn't know anything about BSM. I was d- fresh, new, d- didn't really know anything outside of regular vanilla basic sex. So I'm I remember when that came out, I was you know reading and 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 hearing some about it. I'm like oh that sounds interesting I didn't really think anything else of it but like now when I tell people oh I'm into x y and z I'm like like what is that I was like remember for the shade they're like yeah I'm like okay it's it's that I'm like oh okay so you don't have to really explain much now it's like oh okay sorry yeah no and I appreciate 50 shades of gray and literally anything that uh helps people um, become more expressive about kind of their sexuality, their desires in the mainstream. So I think that was helpful. Right. Um, I will like, say um, the first episode that was a really good. That was a good one. That yeah. was a really good one. That was BDSM done right. Yes, very and, much so. Uh, and, I her story actually prompted my interest to getting the dom for my birthday. Cause I had recorded that before my birthday. Yes. Yeah. Dope, yes. So uh, Ho and Tell getting Ashley to uh, jump off the diving board. Yeah, I was like, this yeah. sounds- Her story, I'm like, this sounds like a fun 
time. Like I need to do this. So like, let me go, let me go find somebody. So yeah. Her story was amazing. He really did it right. I mean, it, it was all there, the consent and he made it sensual and he made sure she was comfortable and he, he was the one that was um, uh, kind of more naturally minded. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. That was, that was one of those like, woo, we starting off the season with a toe curler. Yes. <laughs> I think, is that the one too, that the people wanted his information? I think. Yes, the people was yeah. me and they wasn't giving out the information. Yeah, no, and she was like, we're still messing around because they live, they don't, he, she doesn't even live on, she lives on the West Coast, doesn't live on the East Coast like me. I was like, damn, because she, she did say, well, I give, I can give you the information. I was like, girl, I'm not going to, to over there. I'm not going to California. No time soon. It's pointless. So you can keep it. She, I mean, by the time the episode came out, I guess she might have heard the episode and then was like, nah, I'm not sharing. Yeah. This is not what I asked the universe for. I did not light a candle to not get his information. (laughs) She was like, yeah, nah, we're, we're still missing. I need to, I need to email her and see if, you know, it's, it's been some months now. Let's see if y'all will steal thing or not. Cause people want to know. Yes. So then we had an episode that was a foursome and we got to like see men open to like I feel like we really seen men expand in this season but hearing stories about like a man being open to another man being in the room and open to like that switch off and being more comfortable with like just because there's another penis in the room doesn't mean that I'm gay And all of that, like that, I feel like has been really good to see kind of the evolution of men step up on the podcast. Yes. And I have, I have a friend who he and his wife, um, I don't know if you call, well, I don't know if you call them swingers per se. I don't know. I don't, um, but they have group six with just another couple. Okay. It's like like swinging. They swing. Or do you have to like switch off to i don't know i need to, i need to look into that but i do know they have sex with just like certain couple just them and the other couple and i do know that he likes to watch his wife get fucked by other people like it's yeah. a thing with them and they also have like their own in, individual um couple time with other people too um but like that's 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 neat and these are black people FYI, the black people, and I was like, "That's neat that y'all are on that level that y'all can do that." You know, they're married with kids and all this stuff, and they have this type of setup. Yeah, I mean, it's compersion, right? It's you being happy because somebody else is happy, but then I guess it's also his own kind of fetish. Like he gets off on like, is it like the voyeurism of it, but with his wife? Yeah. Cause like for me, I I think I want to you know I want to try all the things. I tell people this all the time. I want to try things and see what I like and don't like. Mm-hmm. I know, ooh, excuse me. I know I'm not a real big voyeur. Like when I go to sex clubs, um, seeing people have sex doesn't really do anything for me. But while the thought was while I was saying that, a lot of the sex clubs I've gone to contained majority of Caucasian people. So it might just be who was there type thing. Mm-hmm. See, and I never thought of myself as a voyeur, but I can see myself with like 
a cognac neat, like sitting in the corner watching and really enjoying that. So maybe I am. I think I would enjoy it if it was like, I was one night at the club. It was, it wasn't like black night or anything, but it was a, a more black people there than normal. Right. And um, I know there was uh, this dude, this part couple partner, whatever. And like, he's like this big old muscular, like tall six, five black dude. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he looked real nice. And the girl, she was there, like, he literally picked her up in the hall on, like, this wall and, like, ate her coochie. And I was like, damn, that looks good. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I might be into voyeurism. I don't know. Maybe it just had to be the right type of people that I found attractive. Right. thing Because who doesn't want to see that? Girl, he, like, picked her up. Like, her shoulders, her legs were on his shoulders. She was up against the wall. And he was going to town like, damn. What's like, a fantasy? So like, I'm five five. I'm about one seventy five now, and so like, but I don't know that I've been with someone who can really like toss me, toss me. Ooh, I've been. I have. Like mm. I, I like when people when women used to be like, oh, I can't date a man who you know who's of a low six feet. Blah blah blah. You know, for for most part. I'm five, four and a half ish. Mm-hmm. So most men are taller than me, anyways. You, you, you right. hard pressed to find a man that's five, five. Like most of them are taller than me. Um, so I'm like, I don't know. I didn't really care because like they're they're taller than me anyway. But right. it wasn't until I was dating a dude who was like six five that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this <laughs> is what <laughs> the people like. <laughs> it was. It, I swear, I was like, oh my god like looking up if I don't know it's just something sexy about it like I got it it was not until I was with a man who was damn near taller than my ceiling that I understood the draw yeah well I do I understand the like over six foot like I have a lot of I can get really yappy like I've got a lot of mouth I have a lot of like dominant energy so like you gotta be like I mean, and I don't have like height requirements or anything. I dated somebody really seriously who was only 5'8", and it was wonderful. But, and also, I understand like that whole thing where you put your head all the way back to look up and like, and another thing, when they're real tall, this is something I discovered, when they're like that 6'2", 6'3", they have wingspan that like they can be kissing you and have their hands in places that you there it's like go go gadget arms yes <laughs> yes it is it very much um, is like you know but when they're more compact they can stroke it and suck your titties at the same time so there's benefits to everything <laughs> yeah I, it was this, uh, i saw this uh video on tiktok and it was like it's a dude he was like he like saggy titties um, that way, when she on top, he got strain strain his neck and <laughs> And I was like, "Well, my teeth don't sag because I don't have none. They 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 uh-huh. on your neck either way with me. They little. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, oh, um, I don't sag. <laughs> I'm not a fan. This is we're totally off subject now, but I don't know that I'm a fan of the suck my titties from underneath. Oh, you don't? I like it. Why don't it you like it? It feels like pulling. I kind of like it, like the like press into my body. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I've nursed three kids or something. 
but I'm like, don't do, I don't know. I mean, I tolerate it, but I don't know that it's my favorite thing. I'm discovering. I love it. I love sitting on man's chest and you just like do what you do. Like, I love it. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I, I, I've never had anything. Um, I don't have any kids. And when I have kids, I don't plan. If I ever have a kid, I don't, I, I don't plan to breastfeed. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no shade. And I, you know, I just don't plan to do it. Um, but so like, I, I, I do like my, I, I, I like my nipples sucked. Yeah. I just feel like breastfeeding the kid would just totally just fuck all that up for me. And I'm like, totally, totally different, totally different categories. They're totally unrelated things. Seriously. I believe you. Yeah. I do believe you, but I just feel I, I'm big, I'm a nipple girl too, majorly. And so it, I, I know it's a different sensation. Well, I know it's a feeling because you know it's your kid, not like a man. So I do understand that. But I just, I just after the fact now, now, now when your man or husband is doing or wife or whoever is doing it, it's like, you know, just feel like, and you don't feel like, damn, this feels like the baby. You don't, like you have to like change your mind mentally to get into the mood for that. No, no it's totally, 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 totally different. It's totally different things. You don't confuse them at all. Um, but speaking of knowing what you like and being able to like talk about it, the pussy goddess. Yes, I like that. I I liked her episode because sis was um she she knew exactly what she wanted and she liked, she knew how to make tell him to make her squirt. Yeah, and she was like very thorough, like Mm -hmm. she was out here empowering people. Yeah, now that man, whoever that was, I'm sure now he is like making every girl he fuck squirt and, yep. and just having the time of his life. Like he learned it on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that what they do? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, I look, look what I read. Let me, let's try this. No, that woman helped you. But I, I did. I, huh? So we train them up and then they just take these skills and just go all over town with them. Right. I, I know I know like some of my friends who are males, they always say, um, like they learned how to eat pussy by like women. Like they, they will admit, oh yeah, a woman showed me how to do this, like do this, show me how to what I need what I need to do. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's people who are teaching y'all how to do this. That's why I am such an advocate. Guys, women speak up every time you have sex. Uh do not fake an orgasm. Tell people how you like it. I mean, you don't have to give a ton of instruction, but please, please speak up for yourselves so that you don't have these dudes out here like thinking they doing something that they ain't doing. Like you leave it to the next woman to have to tell him that that ain't it. And I wonder, I wonder too, I think, question, do you think it is easier to teach a younger man than a one who was older and set in their ways. So what I will say is, I don't know if it's easier. I think it, you could teach anybody who has an open mind, especially if you approach it in a certain way. Like I am, you know, this is your first time with me. So let me show you how to please me. Not like you've been doing it wrong your whole life. You know what I mean? So I think if you approach it like, you know, I'm going to teach you kind of how, what works for my body or how I like things, then they can kind of come with this clean slate. But what I will say is that like every 
a person that I've had sex with that really comes to the table with some juicy knowledge, they all have a story of an older woman who walked them through it. True. That's facts. Mm -hmm. They have a story. And so I just say thank you to all of the older women that walk them, that walk them through them. Miss Lily, uh, Miss Annette, Miss Cora. Look, thank you. <laughs> you. You know, like we are in the in the old old older lady uh, age group now. We are like so. Like I was having a conversation, and I was like, "Oh, this could be you and somebody daughter." And it was like, "Well, now it's actually me and somebody mama." <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Mama, we that age group. I keep thinking about like if I'll ever do the each one teach one thing. Uh, I, 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 while you were saying it, I was like, "Well, damn!" Like I, need, I guess I need to get some young twenty-three year old and show him the ropes. But I just don't be having it. I, I, I just don't be having it. I will say this: younger penis, from my experience, like it don't take much to get it up. Like it's mm-hmm. up, it's, it's hard. It's hard for a long time. It has mm-hmm. stamina. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you ain't got to do too much to it. Like, it come out the gate ready. Like, you know, you, you just got to, you know, they don't really have, they don't really take a whole lot. You know, some older people, they only have one round in them. They don't really do two. <laughs> you know, you, got, you may have to do a little something extra, like to get them, to get them fully erect. Um, them young, them young, them young things, they, they, they can go all night. Seriously, I've not gone back to a young thing to even confirm that. So I don't know. Might be on the list. I've had some, when I say young, I've had some young, like 28-year-old. Sure. Yes. Yeah. But not even early. when I get approached by that age, I'm just like, oh, baby, I'm going to like ruin your life. Like, I don't, like, you know? They're, they're good for, you have to realize what they're, they're good for. Like, they're good for a fun time like you know i'm not clearly i'm not trying to marry 28 year old right clearly not um so this is strictly just us hanging out and we having a good time right at the house every once in a while and yeah like i'm telling you that they can go all night that's a good that's a good segue to episode four so we talk about college age people and in episode four he got a dm from his old college friend they end up at a sex party yeah and now we threesome in it i be dim- i be dim- dim- dming my old college friends but they don't be taking the bait <laughs> 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 i would look one of my friends uh one of my I, I i'm cool with a lot of people <laughs> i'm cool with a lot of people a lot of them are dudes like we've been cool for i've been out of college now damn near almost 15 years so like, I did not expect you to say that. <laughs> like one of my friends, uh, 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 he had inboxed me. We in, we we inboxed and we text every now and again. I forgot what, the, what he was talking about. Oh, he made some kind of some kind of you know flirty statement. Mm. And I said, I said, boy, I've been trying to give you the pussy for years, but you but you've been playing. Right. <laughs> 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 dance now for i know about four years like what we doing like what what is what is happening here wow um you know i am not the slide in the dmer and i need to think about this i can't think of any old college anybody that i would like 
knock 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 on um you know like because like they like people have oh wait a minute so there was somebody recently that texted me Mm -hmm. that I knew from college it was random he like texted me that he had like like a I don't know if it was like a role on like a TV show or something coming out. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's fine, dope. And then he texts me again, happy Mother's Day. But I was really into this person in college. He just ran through, ran through like, yo, Crystal, I got this role on TV. Like that's how the company. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, I want you to check it out. I guess he was just checking to see if my number was still the same. I literally have not talked to this person um, in maybe six or seven years. Oh, okay. But I mean, when in college, I was into him, yeah. but he wasn't um, like, he was really into like good girls and like Christianity and I've not ever really been one of those. And so, um, and but he still kind of like is kind of sticky tiptoey, doesn't really say what he means all the time. Even as a grown-up, PMing me, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. We are too old. We about forty. We too old for that. Too old, right? You like, too I old. You, I need you to say what it is you want. Um, and I will say, a lot of my male friends who are from college, um, like we 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 were just cool. Like you know, I was in college. I was dating a short or messing with a short list of people short list mm-hmm. um but like i was cool with a lot of different people so like most of those people we weren't like we were never like talking in college it just you know they grew up grew up kind of nicely you know they got good jobs now like i'm like oh we, we don't we've been facebook no more <laughs> yeah we're not broke no more we've been facebook friends this, uh, for 20 years it's like you know everyone, you know every once in a while you know people slide people's dms we talk now you get numbers all this stuff um, but yeah, it's a quite, it's a, I have quite a few DM college slides. I have people who, um, supposed to happen. We set up, we set up, set up to meet things that happen. Um, but yeah, I have quite a few, none, none of them for the most part, I think, yeah, I don't have any like recent successful hookups, but I do have some ones that tried. Yeah. We had an episode about the massage therapists. That was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. I like that. It was free, man. They were having fun. They were. I think that's the first episode, too, that we've had two people. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I liked them. About, like, you know, I've got some real close friends, but I don't have any, like, sexcapades with those friends. No, and also this season, I thought I, I realized that a lot of people have sex with their friends, right? Um, and that's just not a thing for me. Now, I I have friends that we I do whole shit with, like right. we, we go to like niggas' houses or like we go to like the, the club, the sex club together. Right. But we don't engage in sex as a group together. Right. That's just not what I do with my friends. But no shade to whoever does right yeah that was that was an interesting thing but it seemed like a lot of fun it did um but i don't yeah i don't have any of those friends either i don't have any friends that i do whole shit with i i think i am so low in all my whole shit and then they like you know live vicariously through me yeah i got i need some of those i 
I don't know if I I don't know if I want I don't know if I want one of those. A friend that you would have sex with? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't want that. No, I don't. You know, I don't I, I don't ever want to look at my friend's titties and be like, damn, I want to suck those. Like, mm-mm. Yeah, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that doesn't work. I mean, I don't mind sucking titties, but not hers. Suck. Hey. <laughs> No, thank you. Like I've seen my friend's titties, but like ain't never no, no, I'm like, no, damn, I want to suck your titties. Like, no, mm-mm. no, no. Along the same lines as the massage therapist, we had uh the choir member group sex mm-hmm. situation, and the guy ended up uh coming out later in life and she ended up inboxing him. Yeah, I know several people that I know from college who are now uh men who are now gay i think that happens for one two reasons one um most of the, most of them were from church background so there's that and then two i think uh college you, you kind of trying to find yourself trying to figure out what this is do i really like girls is boys where i'm supposed to go and then you then you become you know real grown and you realize oh yeah this is not pussy ain't it it really is dick that's what i like and so you just kind of live your truth because you, you you're more of who you are. You're you're um so I, I know quite a few people who were was I don't know if you call it dating. Well maybe yeah, dating women, having sex with a few every now and again, who now are strictly what they are. So. Strictly dickly. Yes, it happens. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was hilarious too because that was the episode where we were like, uh, if you were the, the last person somebody had sex with before they came out, how would you? Your whole self esteem would just be shot. And I know, and I know it's not a, a not a me thing. It's not about me, but mm-hmm. it would just it would take me a minute. Mm-hmm. It would take me a minute, and I and I it would probably be the running joke within my friends for a while too. Yeah, we got it. We you know, could I have done anything? differently not because i want to change you but just because i don't want it to be me like I don't my pussy that trash <laughs> you have to go to the other side we know that's not how it works don't give us three stars come on guys yeah. Next. the thought will run through my mind i'm sorry it just would we had an episode about public sex uh climbing on it while in the moving car yeah you know the, the episode where she wanted to die that's what it should be <laughs> <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> Watch the name the episode. Like, girl, you crazy. Do you have any public sex fantasies right now? Still, because I realize I have a couple. I like, I've never had my pussy ate on the hood of a car. I think I would really enjoy that. Me too. I've had sex in a car on, and I've had sex on a car, but not my pussy eating on the car. Right, like on the hood of the car. I think that is a fantasy that I'd like to live out. Um, and I would like, I have this very strange fantasy. Maybe it's not strange, but it's a very sweet picnic in the back of a pickup truck that turns into not so sweet a picnic. Yeah. yeah. So anybody dating me or wanting to date me, listen to Ho and Tell. Nobody does. Um, that dates me because it's just a lot to handle. But <laughs> open a truck. Or if you do, go rent a truck. <laughs> I had like I want to have sex in like a dressing room. Ooh. At a um 
where somebody said i read this recently i I don't know what group it was in they were at this high-end store Mm-hmm. where it's store where um you try on stuff and it's the person who comes bring the stuff to you and you're there by yourself not like a one like a not like belts or anything a macy's right. and so she was with her partner and like they fucked there because there was nobody there but them mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my god so recently this happened to uh somebody i know mm-hmm. but they um had their first ex- they um wrote a ferris wheel for the first time the is it what is it called skyview atlanta ferris uh-huh. wheel for the first time and it was so sweet because uh when they got up to the front like they hand you chocolate because like the person had bought a romance package and like you get into the little ferris wheel and they're taking you around and around and around and you're seeing the city and it's beautiful and maybe they're a little drunk and a little high it's fine and uh, um then you know you're in a ferris wheel so it's your first time maybe you should do some ho shit so you do a little bit of ho shit in a ferris wheel um and then you get off the fair they got off the ferris wheel and when they went to walk out there was a booth that said want to relive your memories because they had been filming inside the ferris wheel You're like, okay. i wonder what the police waiting <laughs> I mean, they were like <laughs> So I did have the Ferris wheel uh, fantasy. However, comma I knew, uh, I I knew a couple years ago that those Ferris wheels um, are are video recorded, or you can the public can see. So like uh, people, I know people who have gone to jail because of public indecency. They have sex on the Ferris wheel. So it's nothing that you know. I probably would do. Uh, totally, totally. This person totally didn't know. They didn't end up going to jail, thankfully, but I'm sure whoever was the attendant on the videos, the memory videos, got an eyeful. Quite the show. No, I might, I might suck a dick on the Ferris wheel. I mean, you know, maybe. Right. You but, know? but even with, even then, it's like, uh, you know, do I want to do this? And what happens if people know my name and then this on the internet? It's like a big deal. Like you, oh my gosh, a viral sex tape with sex with Ashley. You might need one of those in your career. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> my mother is finally okay with what I do. You're doing good. I'm trying to have a sex tape, you're trying to kill a lady. I'm not. <laughs> okay. No, thank you. I'm not trying to put my mother into an early grave. No, thank you. Speaking of early graves, we had uh, the gay sex episode with Ashley Gavin with the girl with the knife. Yes. And then the other girl with the cat allergy. Cat allergy. Yeah. I'm okay. Listen, I'm totally here for the knife. Um, you know, <laughs> listen, I'm here for people, women being able to protect themselves, carry a gun on you, something. Um, because people crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just wouldn't wouldn't have said, "Oh, I had this knife in this bag," um, but I would have something in my bag. Again, people crazy, mm-hmm. and you be missing or dead. I see on the news all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. <laughs> so like, I'm here for it. Like, girl, you gotta do you gotta do what you gotta do. Protect yourself. Huh? 
she was in the witness protection program. Yeah, I know. So she already had trauma. Like if you in the witness protection program, you have some type of trauma because you don't seen something or you know something that can get you dead. And and just like that's that's stressful within itself. What do you date? in witness protection then disclose your witness protection and then the person never hears from you again because you got to get relocated <laughs> like how stressful is it? how stressful is it to live this lie and to be constantly looking over your shoulder yeah i i always say that i would be like the first person to go in the like zombie apocalypse or like when a uh, bird box came out and everybody was staying inside, I would have been the first person to walk outside. Like, I can't handle this stress. Just kill me. me. <laughs> I'm going back to my life and my name. Just shoot, just, if you're going to shoot me, just make it quick. I ain't got time to do this. Right. Just I don't want to get over it. Like, I, maybe my will to live is broken or something, but I ain't got time. Just take me. Fine. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the other side is nice. I, I, I don't have time for this. These segues are amazing because the next episode was sex with dead people. <laughs> and then the dude that was a professional cheater. That episode was wild. That was that was also one of my favorites. Um, the dead people one is crazy and nasty. And I hope whoever it is gets locked up and he does the angles jail. Okay. That, that is weird. That is just nasty as fuck. Not open-minded, three stars. I don't care. I'm not open-minded. It's nasty as fuck. If you are jumping on dead people and, and sucking out their entrails, mm. you are nasty. That's that's hard. You know, and here's the deal. This is my hard line. If you can't get consent, period, don't, it, you can't do it. Like, it's wrong. Right. right. So just because they're dead, you can't get consent, it is wrong. Yeah, and if you get consent and they're under the age of consent, it is wrong. <laughs> like, like no, no, I'm no, thank you. That, I, people are people. People are weird. Like, or the professional cheater who is like literally setting up people to come to his wedding to like stick his wife's toothbrush in their part and all of this. Like, mm -mm. I would turn that whole place out. I'm telling you, terrible. You, I will be on World Star. I will turn it out because the just the disrespect. It's just like you know, it's just certain things. If you want to cheat, okay, whatever, cheat. But it's just certain things you just don't do because you care about someone, right? Or just because you're a decent human. There's shit I wouldn't do to strangers that people are doing to people they yeah. say it is like I I I really hope. That I hope that girl, excuse me, like I, 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 would have, I would have had to tell that girl. This is what your an anonymous. E I would have made up an email address mm -hmm. and found her contact and sent her and sent and send her an email so that way she would know who she is married to. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even a um, hello Barbara to Shirley type woman, but it's just that is a no. Yeah, that's that is really really disgusting um you know so that episode was all about men being trash but the next episode was about the man that teaches the other men to make to use sex toys that is not a trash man that is a hero not all heroes wear capes and markel is a hero he's and, a modern hero and i i told him in the episode and i really think he needs to do that like i really think he needs to 
you know, spend time teaching men about toys. Like, don't sell to women. We we have us covered. Like, it's enough people selling to women for toys and how to, you know, the pussy works. Right. You need to spend your your career, like, working on Black men. That's what they need. Teaching them how to use sex toys. And then, like, not just that, but teach them how to do it in conjunction with their bodies, right? Because that is part of it. Like, okay, I've got this wand. I'm willing to put it on her. But next, like, what do I do? Like, how do I add to what I'm doing? But, like, it was it was really great to hear him talk about it. And I will tell you, like, that was one of the episodes that made me, like, a little, like, pearl clutchy. Like, I had to, like, take deep breaths in my nose out my mouth, you know? Like my, my prayer in life is Lord, send me a man who likes sex toys and who's experienced and doesn't and open minded. Open minded. That's the main That's thing, it. right? And and uh confident enough in himself, you know, to to be open minded to like different things that I may want to do, you know? That's what's important. That's what's very important because a lot of people I won't say a lot. I'll say some people are not. And it just it just makes sex very blah when you're honestly just- like you think about the idea of commitment and I feel like open-mindedness and like that self-assurance is probably the most important thing cuz like if you are saying yes you'll commit to somebody forever but you don't know what desires you'll have from now until the end of time. Yeah. And it's just so important that you feel like like you're safe to voice those things and like have those things because you only get one lifetime this go around. And it's like, you shouldn't spend it wanting something and not having it because your partner's ego is in the way. Yeah, it, so, just, it just seems like, you know, the whole forever, married forever, this, this, is, this seems like such a, eh, such a long time. Like, <laughs> like, I- I think we should have to renew marriage the way we do business life. I do. I, I think every 10 years people should have to go and get and get re- get it renewed and decide if yeah. y'all want y'all want to stay or y'all don't. Like yeah. I I think if I ever get married, I don't know if there's some type of clause or something or something we can like talk about. Like I I this and this might sound bad and it might sound crazy, but I don't know if I can be married to anybody for forever. I can give you a good 10 years. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> And then after I have a 10 years, we can, I can see if I still want to do this for another 10 years. But like to say like right now at 36 years old, if I miss my day forever, forever to like, I'm like, however long that is, what if I'm like 80? That's a long time. Things that I can promise for forever. Like I prom- I can promise to be uh, loyal to you forever or a partner to you forever. But we need to be able to define what loyalty and partnership is. Yeah. Um, because there are some things that I can promise for forever, but like sex with only you, that's like, yeah, uh, why would you even want me to say that? Like, let's just, let's be real. Uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) And not even so much. My friend was like, uh, I was talking about poly and I was like, I wanted to explore all like, some type of poly relationship before I, you know, got married. And she was like, why would you want to do that? It's like a sex thing. I was like, "Uh, I don't know if it's a sex thing, really. I just know that marriage to me seems very like I'm tied down and I am, it seems very constricting 
Yeah. And I know all marriage not the same, right? But overall, from like overall, what I see marriage, it just looks like for the woman's perspective, I have to do a, I have to do a lot of labor. Um, most of the labor is on me. That's the labor of raising the kids, keeping the house together, you know, whatever, you know. Then we have to have sex every day. Nothing I don't want to have sex every day, but after I'm raising kids, you know, cleaning the house, eh, sex probably not on top of my list. The whole constructs of marriage are very patriarchal and don't give a lot um, to the woman or the feminine counterpart. Right, and that just seems so not like something I want to do forever and then you I identify as ethically non-monogamous and polyamorous polyamorous and um and it is really beautiful when when you can get it um get two people in sync with it it's really really a lovely thing I also even though I am polyamorous like I believe I would you know, born with the capacity to love many well. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have a problem having something, having a construct that's monogamous-ish. Correct. Me neither. But yeah, we would need to negotiate some level of like, I don't know, hall pass, uh, whatever right. safety for me to kind of explore the things that I want to do. Because I do like, I do, there are things about being monogamous or uh, marriages that I like. I like you having like the consistent daily, well, consistent partner, right? This is this is the person who, you know, the person you can depend on, the person there for, you know, um, you know, you forever vacation trip person. You know, like I like, I like the partnership and companionship aspect of it. That part I like. Um, but there's this other thing I'm like, some other things about it that I just like, eh, that seems very draining. And then it doesn't help when I know women who like my mother's age, 50, 60, 70, you know, older, who've been married, got divorced or husbands die. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm not getting married again. I'm just going to be single. Or they had like little friends, but they don't get married again. And they'll, and, and they'll tell you like, girl, I ain't, I ain't doing that. Like, so I'm like, well, damn, did you like marriage or did you not like it? <laughs> Why are you not yeah, doing it? I mean, it? traditional marriage is a lot of sacrifice. Um, it's like the closest to heaven and the closest to hell I think you can get, honestly. Oh, dang. That's, you're not selling it, Crystal. You're not. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's interesting, though, because I'm asked a lot, like, would you get married again? And I'm like, absolutely. I would get married four, five, six, seven, eight times. Like, I'm always accepting proposals. Are you kidding? Like, everybody that asks me to marry, asks me to marry them, I say yes. Like, yes, I will marry all of you. <laughs> so if you're okay with that, then cool. Yeah, I will get married as many times as you'd like. <laughs> yeah, they want you just to be married to them, though, not everyone. I have told somebody, like, you are, like, my future ex-husband. You just have some more growing to do. <laughs> not future husband, future ex-husband. I mean, we're going to get married, and then it's going to be dissolved because it's not going to last forever, but for right now, you work. It works. It works. Okay. This, this is sidebar, kind of. And then it, this also brings me back to, like, kind of, like, when people, like, um, Elizabeth Taylor, right? You know, Elizabeth Taylor been, got married what eleven times, ten, yes. a long, a, a lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and it's always this negative connotation with her, like, oh, Elizabeth Taylor got married so many times, can't keep a man, blah 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 blah, blah mm-hmm. right? Or J Lo, yeah, or J Lo, mm-hmm. and I'm like, cause you know, 
people like my mother and them like j-lo it's something wrong with j-lo she can't keep a man blah 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 mm-hmm. and i was like well maybe she does not trying to force it longer than it's it's supposed to be exactly you know maybe it's not that uh i can't keep a man maybe it's that a man can't keep me and um and also you know it's the level of uh dissatisfaction i'm willing to be kept through that because a lot of people stay married for forever 50 years and then you ask them about, you know, their marriage and they'll be like, oh, you know, we had a good 20 years or a good blah, blah years or the first several years was terrible. I'm like, why did you stay? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. Right. Well, I mean, I think now we have so many more options in every way, providing for ourselves, meeting people. We have information that moves faster. Um I think the idea of lifelong monogamous partnership is just a really archaic one with the people that we are right now, like especially economically, because you know that idea came along because of ep- economics. Mm-hmm. So now that the landscape has changed as far as like, you know, the idea of monogamy was so that a man could ensure could um, ensure that his wealth passed to his offspring and he can know that the offspring was his and so it was on the onus was on his wife to be his property because his property would pass to the children that she bore for him at this point uh niggas ain't got no property so like what is what is you passing bro nothing but a headache you ain't got nothing to pass like i'm passing like i what you got like you do you got a bitcoin like do you got a like you got anything no what is you talking about you got dick and a headache you ain't passing nothing but aggravation leave me alone So speaking of passing aggravation we had the bdsm fail episode with sugar and mike mike ain't want to do nothing but get 500 licks in yeah and and go beyond the boundaries yeah mike was a he was a no he was a no sugar finally took control though she learned some things yeah so that was that was an episode but it was just like uh stand up for yourself and do it early and we do we stay in situations longer than we should we do Mm -hmm. relationships or even sexual encounters like i do it all the time me too ashley me too and you know i'm like a healer so i'll be thinking you know and honestly they grow but it's like i should invoice you for who you are at the end of this relationship like what did i really get out of it that my rose couldn't have given me without aggravation right right what's the next episode i can't remember the the final one to talk about is zachary boycelet oh boys love the one that's premiered today that i have to post boy slut that's the last one so boy slut zachary's story um has prompted my entry well i already had an interest prior to but it has really prompted uh, my interest to go to amsterdam yeah there was actually this program that um i saw is by the sexual health something association institute anyway they do like a five-day um, study abroad thing. And actually, it's in Amsterdam. I looked oh. it up. 
I looked it up. And the only, I'm not going this year um, because I was like, you know, actually I'm trying to move. I'm like, it just not, would not be wise with my resources to spend, I think the, uh, the five day trip is um, like $1,200, but that doesn't include the, can you hear the mom more? Yeah, it's okay. That's my dad, all my friends. Um, but it does not include the, um, the plane fare there or like the hotel. It's just for the experience. So it would probably be like more like a three thousand, almost four thousand um, dollar mm-hmm. trip per se. Anybody wants to sponsor Ashley's four thousand dollar trip to Amsterdam, let us know. Yeah, I, I was like, why well, just go next year? I, I, you know, I'm like, well, that's not smart. Spend four thousand dollars. You're trying to move, so let me just not. Right. But it was just it. It was kind of funny how the, I saw the opportunity. Like, oh, look at the opportunity to go. Like that would've been so dope. That's dope. I'm telling you, you're a manifestation machine. You said you thought Amsterdam, and voila, yeah. came up. There it is. Yeah, came up. So, yeah. So we are recording season three. She. Uh, we are. Are better than ever. And we're also looking for people who sponsors who wants who want to uh, advertise whatever they have with the whole Intel podcast. Yep. So you can yep. email us or, or inbox us on social media, and we can give you the information. I love it. Well, we have wrapped another salacious, wonderful, informative season of of anonymous host stories, and I just I can't wait for whatever is next. So we're taking a break. We're like a month off. So season three will start. Um, what the, this is what May, mm-hmm. July. So look for us in July sometime. July, we'll be back. Yay. Let me skip on.